Welcome to the Process Breakdown Podcast, where we talk about streamlining and scaling operations of your company, getting rid of bottlenecks, and giving your employees all the information they need to be successful at their jobs. Now, let's get started with the show. Dr. Jeremy Weiss here, host of the Process Breakdown Podcast, where we talk about streamlining and scaling operations of your company, getting rid of bottlenecks, and giving your staff everything they need to be successful at their job. Before I introduce formerly Luis Mar Silva of Hillmar Cheese Company, uh, Luis, I always like to mention other guests people should check out on the podcast. You know, there have been some great guests over the past several years. Michael Gerber of the E Myth we had on, we had David Allen of Getting Things Done, and just a Cameron Harold uh, who has the COO Alliance and many, many more people, um, COOs, directors of operations. So if you hear this and you're like, I know of a COO and director of operation that'd be great for the podcast, email us and let us know. Okay. And this episode is brought to you by Sweet Process. And Sweet Process, uh, I don't know if you've had team members ask you the same questions over and over again, and maybe the 10th time you spent explaining it. Well, there's actually a better way. There is a solution. Sweet Process is a software that makes it drop dead easy to train and onboard new staff and save time with existing staff. Now, I was talking with one of the owners, Owen. He was telling me not only do universities, banks, hospitals, and software companies use them, but first responder government agencies use them in life or death situations to run their operations. So you can use Sweet Process to document all the repetitive tasks that eat up your precious time and your team's time. So you can focus on growing and doing your best work. You can sign up for a free 14-day trial. No credit card is required. You go to sweetprocess.com, sweet like candy, S-W-E-E-T, process.com. Check it out. I'm excited to introduce Luis Mar Silva as director of operations at Hillmar Cheese Company, making me hungry as I think, you know, as I'm talking. Luis, I actually went to Madison, Wisconsin. So I've been around cheese for a long time, but Luis has a passion for team development and guides leaders to discover their strengths and use them in service of others. And Hillmar Cheese Company serves customers in more than 50 countries, state-of-the-art production facilities in California and Texas to convert high-quality milk into a variety of cheeses. Uh, Luis, thanks for joining me. It's a pleasure being here with you, Jeremy. Thank you so we're, much. You know, we're going to break down and talk about specifically servant leadership. So what are the things I always ask, like, what can you teach our audience of CEOs and directors of op- operation? We are chatting servant leadership and strategic people development. And before we launch into that, tell people a little bit more about Hilmar uh, Cheese Company and what you do. Absolutely. Hilmar Cheese um, started in 1984. It's a, a company that started by 12 uh, families who literally, uh, of uh, dairyman who literally bet the farm on a new venture uh, where they, they uh, came up to build uh, the first facility up in, uh, up in California, and um, and you know is founded on uh, relationship, integrity, teamwork, improvement, and excellence of the core values. And those core values have been able to enable a success for the organization that is uh, now one of every four pounds of American style cheese consumed in the United States comes from Hilmar Cheese. So great company with uh, outstanding leadership and a really uh, a real focus on people uh, across the organization, which is a great uh, things thing to see. As, uh, for me, you know, I've been in the food industry for twenty years, twenty plus years, and I have to say, Hilmar is uh, 
definitely stands out for leaving those principles for sure. Luis, you were mentioning before we hit record too that again, people won't recognize a brand because you serve other brands. So tell tell me about the type of companies that you serve and work with. Absolutely. So so we uh, uh, make a business. We are uh, uh, 1.5 million pounds of cheese, for instance, out of one facility. This one uh, here in Texas, and uh, so we make cheese in 640 block, uh, pounds blocks, right? So you can imagine that goes to converters like uh, Sargento, uh, Great Lakes, um, where they convert the the cheese into great value. Um, and uh, you know multiple different other brands uh, from there, right? So it is a very interesting process for sure. Yeah, I was looking at the website. You can see delicious shredded cheese. It looks amazing. So let's talk about servant leadership and strategic people development um, a little bit. And it kind of goes back to when you were starting as a supervisor at Mars. Absolutely, yes. Many years ago, and you know, I hit, I, you know, time time goes by so. Quickly, I guess when you're having fun, they say. But you know, I remember the first uh, time that was given the opportunity to lead a uh, 54 people uh, team, uh, operations team, and um, I was just graduating from college. Um, had uh, about a year and change as industrial engineer for the for the site, which is a pretty large site in uh, in Waco, um, and I was about to give my first. Uh, um, speech, I guess, as a as a leader of this uh, group of people who uh, have been in the industry for a long, long time, right? And you know, as a, you know, I was very enthusiastic, lots of energy, and wanted to make uh, sure that I kind gave some good directions and everything. And at the, before the meeting started, in comes a very good dear friend of mine to this date by the name of uh, Mary Beck. So Mary. You know, very strong African American woman in manufacturing, right? She's been there for a long, long time, and she knows everything about the packaging machines and uh, how we make sneakers. And I mean, she's definitely an influencer back in the day, even, right? And she asked me, "Hey, Luis, what are you gonna, what are you gonna tell us?" Uh, and I said, "Well, I have a, a little, uh, an idea what I want to go do." And she says, "No, no, no, you haven't uh, heard me. You, you, you don't know anything." You just started with us here, and you know, did you know? How, how, how can you tell us anything if you don't know anything? And 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 you know, it took me a while uh, because I was, you know, I had a master's and all of these different things. And but then right there and there, you know, I decided that, that she, she humbled was, you a little bit. Oh my gosh, yeah, she was right. I didn't know anything, right? And and uh, so I, you know, kind of crumbed the paper up and throw, toss it away and said, you know. Guys, uh, I don't know how to make sneakers. You guys are going to help me with that. I'm here to serve you, right? I'm here to help you with, uh, get your resources. And I need you to teach me whatever I need to do uh, to be a better leader for you, right? And just that uh, conversation, like five-second conversation, changed the whole relationship that I had with that team. And and it really enabled us to go and do great things, right? And um but it was really that shift of focus and just humility that, you know, Mary kind of uh, imparted on me uh, to just know that as leader, your job is not the job. Your job is the people who does the job, right? And and if you see it that way, then everything changes. I love that. 
that's such a good viewpoint and it is coming from a place of serving and humility um in, in general um so now um the fast forward to today um once you started with Hillmark cheese company what were some of the things you did it, it, along those lines well you know as as time goes by you develop certain um methodologies that bring to life the servant leadership concept, right? So, um, and it kind of marries with the strategic development part of, of things. But as a leader, I know that one of my strengths is um, uh, winning others over, right? It's, it's called WOO, as defined by the Don Clifton Strengths Finder mindset, right? So when you have WOO, uh, the best definition is you don't break the ice, you melt it. And so that means that I'm really uh, energized when I meet new people, when I uh, interact with the community, right? And uh, throughout the pandemic, it has been a tremendous uh, need for us as an organization to work with the local um, government here uh, in Dalhart, Texas, where the facilities to uh, coordinate responses share best practices, what are the things that we're doing to, to uh, address the, the needs of the pandemic. And that requires a, a lot of interaction with first-time interactions with a lot of different people. And so developing that level of trust that we represent an organization that uh, values people first and um, that we're prepared to do um, to go a uh, great um, extent, uh, to, to the greatest extent, I guess, to protect the people first and then because once you protect the people, you know, and, and care about the people, everything else falls in alignment. So using that strength of connection with others, we were able to collaborate and keep on operating uh, without, throughout the pandemic, right? Uh, so, um, so playing to my strengths to serve the team uh, at the high level is really a, a differentiated uh, a way to add value to any organization, really. You know, Luis, I want to talk about um, one of those days where you were conducting a day-long training on strengths. And because, because I could be thinking this, Luis, great. I would love to hear your methodologies, but listen, you seem like a super nice, really easygoing guy. It's easy for you to melt the ice, right? Um, so I'd love for you to talk about how that works for anyone and start with when you conducted that day-long training on strengths and what you, what you saw. Absolutely. So in manufacturing, you uh, are really forced to boil everything down to what matters, right? So everything, you know, in theory, theory and practice are the same, but in practice they're not, right? So the practical application of strengths is when you have someone who is, for, for instance, highly analytical, and um, but he doesn't know how to use that in service to the team, right? So part of the training um, that we conducted, uh, that we have been conducting, right, is, is planning on walking through these applications of strengths uh, on the day-to-day -day, uh, for people um, on the manufacturing leadership uh, team, right? For instance, if you have a very strong analytical strength, one of the ways that you could build trust is by validating the numbers that other people come up, comes up with, right? Because you uh, naturally develop this reputation about uh, being spot on on the numbers, then when you validate somebody else's number, you kind of give them some of that uh, valid validity, right? 
And the first time that someone that is highly analytical hears that, it's like a light bulb goes uh, off on their mind, like, whoa, I didn't know I could do that, right? So, so when you see that multiplied times different strengths, times different people across you know, a room full of frontline leaders, right? It's energizing. And actually, that's another, that's another way for me to, uh, to serve uh, the team through my strengths, because my number two strength is learner. So when you're strong in the learner uh, thing, right? You you are looking out for the best next, next uh, latest and greatest information to bring it back to your team, boil it down to the simplest terms, and then apply it, uh, which is particularly important in manufacturing, right? Because uh, at the end of the day, you have to produce with safety and quality uh, every single day, and everything that you do to help your team do that. Um, is uh, is valued and sought after, right? So that's um, a, a very pragmatic example of leadership, servant leadership, with strategic development of people. Let's let's go a little deeper on that, Luis, because I like that. So it's like there's a strength, and I love to hear an example on how someone used that strength to serve um, the team, and they were able to help develop the team. So we you gave the example of analytical. Right. So someone can because they could think, oh, I'm not as maybe socially savvy as Luis, but but listen, they could use their strength of, you know, being analytical and serve their team and really validate. Um, you also use the example of learner. What's a what's another couple examples of like a strength and then how someone used that strength in their uh, their company or their team? Absolutely. You know, there's so, so many different examples um, that I can think of, Jeremy. You know, the, uh, there's 32 strengths overall, right? And no one has the exact same combination of strengths. Um, so every individual almost is a, uh, is a unique. You know, there's a, um, another example when um, there's another individual in our team by the name of Pam. Uh, shout out to pa- Pam Jordan, by the way. She's uh, um, the cheese plant manager. And one of her strengths is communications, right? So during some of these trainings, uh, I asked her to conduct the training about communications, which is something that is she's naturally great at, right? So there were things and topics that she covered in a way that I couldn't have um, just because that's one of her her dominating strengths, right? And she did that in a way, like she, we're doing an exercise of role-playing, right? So she was role-playing, uh, a distra- uh, um, an upset employee, right? And because she was so good at, she has the context, the operational context of what that looks like, and she was able to articulate that so clearly, it really resulted in, in a very unique learning experience for frontline leaders uh, as taught by someone who is not necessarily a trainer, right? Because our day jobs are, I, I run the operations, she runs the whole plant, but we're now at that level training and sharing uh, real-life examples of how they need to uh, improve upon their communication skills, the decision-making skills, the conflict management skills, right? And and that resulted in a very, very rich experience for for uh, everybody attending the training. And it was something that uh, energized her because she was playing to her strengths. Right? I love that example, Luis. And then I love for you to share some resources, right? So you know, they're thinking, this sounds great. I want to start to implement some of this into my company and my own leadership. What are some um, 
resources, whether it's books or trainings that you recommend people check out? Absolutely. So the, the Strands-based leadership book by Don Clifton, and actually have a, a copy of it as, it as it happens, right? You know, this is what some of the, th- the, the tools that we use to, uh, once you discover your strength, the strengths, right? Most organizations uh, stop there, right? So you get this little, uh, this little placard, right, with your strengths and then go to a training and then just leave, the, leave it there. And it's like a interesting information, but not a lot of people go the next step, which is, okay, now that I know my strengths, how do I use them? Uh, intentionally, right? So this book uh, gives you like manual if you uh, of how you go and use some of these strengths, and um, in a very pragmatic way, right? It also even tells you if you have someone who has this strength, this is how you should manage that person, right? And what I've done across the year is I go to my own strengths, I go to that section of the book, and then I do my boss's job managing myself, right? Saying hey, instead of waiting for someone to tell me, I just go do it, right? And like if you read for, in that section for Wu, it's like you, put, you have to put this person at the forefront uh, of the organization to go and meet, uh, and meet the customers, meet uh, you know, local authorities. And so I put myself in that position where I know I'm going to be representing my organization uh, through my strengths. What does it say, Luis, um, on your strength thing? I, I saw there's like four, uh, there are four different items oh. there. What does it say? Yeah, sort of the top five, right? So, so you have woo, you have learner, you have achiever, you have input and intellection. Those are my five top five strengths, and I have them in front of me all the time as a reminder. So, how can I apply this strength to this situation? How do I serve my team better through some of these um, one of these um, strengths, right? And and for instance, achiever, right? It says people who are especially talented with the achiever team have a great deal of stamina and work hard. Uh, so they can accomplish uh, a goal, right? They get they get great satisfaction from being uh, productive. Right? So I know this, so I plan my day in a way that I'm kind of like energized all day long, trying to get uh, uh, results moving forward through people, right? The next, you know, there was another uh, part of your career, which is was a transition from Mars to Boston Beer, and talk about some of the lessons there. Absolutely. And, and I think the story there was really about uh, strategic development. I, I honestly believe that once you get to these levels of, of leadership, my job is not to produce cheese, it's to produce leaders, right? So I have these mindsets forever. So in order for me to be able to move to another role, you have to have someone, develop someone to take your role, right? And this was the case with Mars. When I left Mars, the person who took my job was someone that I hired by the name of Elias uh, Dominguez. You know, it's a shout out for, to Elias too. And, you know, since the moment I hired him, I worked with him on getting him ready to, to be the, the director of the site that I was uh, charged with, right? And that I was in charge of, I'm sorry. And he uh, still to this day runs that site and he's doing a, a fantastic job, better than I could do, right? And throughout uh, the time that we spent together, we you know, spent time working through his strengths, to my strengths, to be able to grow him to the level of, of leaders that was going to be having the success that he has had uh, to this day. And still, you know, um, stay in touch with him, right? Some of the things that I'm the most proud of across my career is this uh, uh, develop this relationship that I build with people 
that I have either worked for or that work for me and that we have been able to help each other develop um, to be the best version of ourselves uh, uh, with all of the interactions that we have. First of all, Luis, I'm the first one to thank you. Everyone should check out Hilmar Cheese Company, which is H-I-L-M-A-R cheese.com. And you had some great quotables here that should be on a t-shirt, Luis. Uh, we had don't break ice, melt it. And we don't produce cheese, we produce leaders. So uh, with that, check out Hilmar Cheese, check out Sweet Process, check out more episodes of the Process Breakdown. And Luis, thank you so much. My pleasure, Jeremy. If I, if I could put a plug here, we have a lot of uh, vacancies in both the sites here and in California. So, hmm. check, what check are you the, looking for? Uh, what everyone, kind of jobs? Everyone in all different, uh, different levels from management. Uh, you have a lot of good uh, open positions in the engineering team, for instance. Uh, quality, you have uh, a lot, se several positions there, and also manufacturing uh, across both sites. So, hmm. You guys want to join a great team that is breaking records and playing to your strengths? Come join us. Where are you in, just so people know, in uh, California and Texas? Where is it located? So the locations are in California. It's Hilmar, Hilmar, California. That's where our headquarters and our facility is over there. And here in Texas, it's in Dalhart, Texas, which is north of Amarillo in the Panhandle, right, right at the head of the, of, the, of the state of Texas. Awesome. Well, check out hillmarchies.com and the careers page. And Luis, thank you so much. Thank you, Jeremy. Pleasure being here. Thanks for listening to the Process Breakdown Podcast. Before you go, quick question. Do you want a tool that makes it easy to document processes, procedures, and or policies for your company so that your employees have all the information they need to be successful at their job? If yes, sign up for a free 14-day trial of Sweet Process. No credit card is required to sign up. Go to sweetprocess.com, sweet like candy, and process like process.com. Go now to sweetprocess.com and sign up for your risk-free 14-day trial. Hi, this is Owen, the CEO and co-founder here at Sweet Process. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast interview, uh, actually, you know what I want you to do? Go ahead and leave us a five-star review on iTunes. That way we get more people aware of you know, the good stuff that you get here on this podcast. Again, go on to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Looking forward to reading your review. Have a good day. That's